good evening to the Coldstream Football Club uh, senior coach Chad Rogers. G'day, Chad. How you going, guys? Hey, mate. Thanks yes, thanks for joining us, mate. How, how do we find you this evening? Are we um, getting ready for a big game? Well, hopefully, yeah. We're looking forward to playing Forest Hill this this week, and um, because of COVID, we've actually missed out on playing them twice. So we're going to play them twice in three weeks now. So um, that'll be a good test for us. We're not we haven't, not sure what to expect. Uh, we're going well before COVID hit, but they seem to have dropped off a little bit. Now, Chad, just tell uh, just for the listeners, just give us a rundown on your sort of coaching and playing career. I know you've uh, played some high level football yourself. Yeah, so I played my majority of my career was at Montrose, um, and we ran and out of first division, second division, and I played one year of footy in Perth, which I was lucky enough to play on at Billy Duckworth, which was fantastic, and had a great time over there. Um, and then came back, finished off my career at Montrose, and <clears throat> played a couple of years after I got a little bit old um, playing ones footy. I um, captain coached the twos there for a couple of years and worked under Brett Johnson and Andrew Gibson. Mm-hmm. And then decided I would like to coach for senior football and uh, was lucky enough to go to Upper Gully uh, where I was there for four years and were lucky enough to win yeah, a premiership there, yep. in 2016. <clears throat> and then I ended up at Coldstream in 2018. So um, I've been there ever since and... Um, hopefully working towards um, some success this year. So that's a, l- a long time through football. What keeps, uh, what's sort of driving you to keep you in the game? Um, I, I love just seeing improvement from um, different groups and being a teacher myself, um, just like working with people and working with clubs and making sure that we get them headed in the right direction and um, having success but actually building the right culture around the club to keep providing that opportunity for success after you leave as well. And uh, was it this week or a couple of weeks ago that uh, you signed um, to stay with the uh, Coldstream Footy Club? Um, yeah, I think it was announced a couple of weeks ago, but yep. yeah, we've been in talks with this for a while, so... Um, That's good news. In, uh, in terms of hopefully success, you know, Brills, and we want to go up to the third division and we want to keep building on that um, culture that we've been working on and I really think this club could be successful going forward if um, we keep everyone together. Yeah, it seems a, it seems like a, it's a it's a fair jump from the fourth to third. You can see yeah. what uh, Eastern Lionel Fair Park, they're struggling after their jump up. But uh, yeah. you'd, know, you'd know about that sort of jump from Montrose with the Divi 1 down to Divi 2 was always a big jump as well. Yeah, it's about obviously keeping that core group together but also recruiting on top of going up a division it's really necessary but if you have a look at what East Burwood's done um, Fair Park lost a lot of their playing list whereas Fair, uh, East Burwood kept most of it and I think that's more of a representation of what yeah. we could do well you got the corridor you got the corridor there too haven't you like it's growing you've got uh, the growth out there you've got good grounds good facilities there's no reason why you can't build on that because uh, Lilydale yeah. seemed to be going backwards yeah and hopefully with them struggling you might be able to um, you know, get some in- interest from that area as well, rather than us losing players to them, we might be able to get a couple back. Yeah, so, 100%. Yeah. But and that's also built on, you know, you need to be successful. And this year's going really well so far? Yeah, so far. 
like I said, we will find out what Forest Hill's like in the next couple of weeks. So um, we've just got to keep building on how we want to play and keep these guys in the right headspace. You've got a couple of forwards up there that have been kicking some bags. Um, Darcy, obviously, we were on him we're for most of the year. Of we were following for uh, for the 100, and we are hoping... I was actually going to ring the club and say, look, in one of those Nutter Wadding games, perhaps we can get him another 20, but I can see you've got a good spread of goal kickers just over the last few or last few rounds, obviously, with COVID the last couple of weeks. But before that, the spread of goal kickers is really, uh, really good. Yeah, that's been the pleasing thing from a coaching perspective is that we have had a greater spread of goal kickers and then being able to get some players back has helped that as well with the midfield group. Um, I'm sure Dars will get his opportunity um, and we'll make sure we can try to give him some isolation at times but obviously for us to be successful we need a, you know, a, a big spread of goal kickers as well. Yes, and you, and you would have needed that too uh, because Was updated us earlier in the show telling us that um, Dars got suspended. Um, for, a week. Yes, for a week. Yes, um, yeah. so yeah, I mean, I'm not too sure um, how you dealt with it. I'm, we were a bit saddened to hear that and a bit disappointed. Um, you know, did you think it was fair? Uh, look, it was pretty hard for us to, to tell exactly, but, you know, looking after their head's really important at our level as well. And unfortunately, Darcy, with his tackle, the, mm. the player did hit his head on the ground and um, the umpire saw it as it was. But, you know, in a way, it's probably giving him a freshen up. He's been carrying a little knee niggle anyway. Right. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing him back. And he would have been watching a few of the other forwards kicking some goals. So hopefully he's ready to go again. And that, that was that was uh, pre the last couple of weeks. So he had to serve his one week last week. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Unfortunately, because of COVID, he missed out for a couple of weeks of um, getting that out of the way. But he still has three games plus finals. So he's got a good opportunity to still get there. Yeah, I've got. A, I've had my eye, and I, I know several other clubs are scouting this young bloke, um, young Felstead there in the uh, forward line. There, how's he going for you? <laughs> yeah, Mitch, he's been really good. Um, he just he just finds space, and he the footy kind of he kind of attracts the football. So he's um, he get, I think he kicked three goals on the weekend, but he just he's just playing his role, and he's oh. doing really well. And we love the way he attacks the football. Well, I'm giving him a rev up. He lives with my young bloke. Yeah, uh, he's a good fella. Um, no, nah, look, he's he's probably surprised us, and he's been really good so far. No, nah, good. I like. Hopefully, that's it. they rev up. I've given him. I've given him a uh, a call out on the radio, so hopefully he's up and about, yep. and he might have to pay a fine too. So I think you yes, got, yes. Um, so, well, which team are you you're looking out for most? I mean, I mean, the top four is sort of log jam. I mean, you've taken a break from the rest of them, but. Um, between uh, probably what would it be from Sylvan up through to Surrey Park, um, yep. you know, sort of a log jam there. Is there any one team in, that you, you're looking at it closely that you might play big time matches against uh, later in the year? Uh, look, I think all of them have their strengths and all of them have um, the weaknesses that we know you can you're trying to exploit, but. Um, on their day, all those sides can play really good football. So you just need to be making sure you turn up yourself. Um, you know, we will just play who we, who we have to play against and hopefully our football that we can produce on days good enough to be able to beat any of those opponents. Uh, Chad, the Billy Duckworth, did you give him a short shift into the ribs? <laughs> he's, a funny, he's a funny individual, Billy. He's, um, he was well worth it. And um, he was very successful over there. He's like uh, the club... I played for was like 
um, probably a bit like Vermont out this way. And, yeah, okay. Um, he won eight out of ten premierships uh, by the time I'd played there. Wow. So, <laughs> That's nice. He was, uh, he was a bit of a feisty player at the Bombers too. Yeah, he was very feisty. And uh, he'd come down a fair bit by then, but he had a lot of uh, shoulder operations. He could hardly move his arms, so it was a bit of a... He copped it a fair bit from the boys. Uh, that's the cost of footy, isn't it? Yeah. What's it been like coaching during this, this pandemic, mate? Um, obviously undefeated and it seems like it's swimming. But it, um, has it been really challenging um, coaching, you know, just sort of, you know, this year and last year? Oh, definitely, because, you know, a lot of it's taking out of your hands. You have to trust the players are trying to do the right thing. And then when you get back after two, three, four... Sometimes, you know, it was last year, was a lot of time off. But then trying to have them prepare to play a game after one day of training, it, it makes it really difficult. And, you know, you really have to do trust the players that they've been doing the right thing and looking after themselves. Because um, the first time we come back, we actually lost three or four due to soft tissue. Ah, right. So is it, would that, you know, is there a sort of motivation you can do during this, you know, sort of a lockdown period where you get on the phones and you ask them what they're doing and how they're doing it and if they're keeping up? Like, is, is there a way to sort of do this? Yeah, so we're in constant contact with leadership group. Um, we're posting things on Facebook. Um, we have certain little challenges. The boys, instead of, uh, they'll make me doing fitness stuff, but they'll getting on doing the old neck nominations which was a craze that was a few years ago and they got brought it back up this time just to keep some bounty going along the, the group but um, we're trying to get them to train together as as much as possible in terms of where they live so you can join up with another person within the 5k radius so we're just trying to come up with ways that they can stick together they're on their you know group chats all that kind of stuff to try to get the motivation up it's certainly working at 11 zip and yeah, large percentage. Right. You must be uh, really looking forward to the next couple of weeks and then getting into some finals. Uh, 100%. And it's just about keeping them up and making sure we're, we're peaking at the right time. Yep, absolutely. Hey, Chad, uh, we're going to leave it there, mate. But uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, this evening. It's been great chatting. And uh, onwards and upwards to oh, the Mighty Coldstream Footy Club. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate you having us on. Good luck, knock, knock those zebras over, mate. No worries. <laughs>